0: Good morning. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene,
1: and today we're talking about armor in RPGs. Okay, is it realistic? <laughs> so I'm going to start with my humble beginnings. Again, with he always does with original D and D, and original D and D did a way of handling armor that continues to this day. Right, even from all the editions from. I guess, uh, what is it, uh, Advanced Dungeons Dragons, 2nd Edition, 3rd Edition, 3.5, 3.75, which people call Pathfinder, and 4th Edition D&D, which some people, a lot of people didn't like. Even to today, 5th Edition, armor has been handled the same way, which is to assign it a number called armor class. So yes. It's simple, right? Though, you know, we won't talk about the armor class that used to be in the first uh two editions i guess we all thank you for that so it doesn't matter if it was descending or ascending the idea is that if you had a certain kind of armor or combination of armor of armor plus shield it would give you a certain number of that would make you harder to hit that's how it seems right because what would happen is and let's say our leather armor gives you armor class 12 you have a shield because you one plus one so now your armor class is 13 if that all that was involved you would roll your die a 20-sided die and you needed a 13 or higher to hit you or to be able to do damage to you so a lot of people since then since the very beginning i'm sure Though i don't remember see we didn't have an internet back in the 70s and 80s so it wasn't such a big deal <laughs> but obviously things have changed and now we have the internet and people can argue about things about armor class and stuff so armor class people didn't like it right because what happened is it didn't seem very realistic it didn't seem very real and so what would happen is this idea that what it seemed like was happening in D is that as your armor class increased it was harder and harder to do damage to you well a lot of people took it as it was harder and harder to hit you so if you had like plate armor and a shield it would take a higher number on a D20 to, roll, to hit you. Right? So a lot of people took that as, well, it makes you harder to hit. Okay.
0: But that's not really the purpose of armor, making you harder to hit.
1: No, it's to prevent you from gaining damage. Yes. So I understand where people say, well, it makes you harder to hit. And wearing plate mail, somebody's wearing plate mail, it doesn't make them harder to hit. It just, in fact, it probably makes them easier to hit because they're heavier. They're heavier. They have a, you know, they have a lot of encumbrance on them. Maybe they don't have as much flexibility. So it's not that they're harder to hit, but they're harder to damage. And I, I think too many people probably were harping on that distinction. Maybe,
0: but it makes sense. Uh, it's not like D and D is realistic combat. Yeah, it's, it's more like it's an easier way to, if you just add the armor class to make it harder to take the damage. If you think right. about it that way technically it does make you harder to hit when you're rolling the dice right cuz they can't hit you because your armor class is too
1: well, high. that was I think that, that was a terminology too back in the day there was a chart right of course they were all charts back then Julian There's lots of charts. Julian missed the chart era. And uh, it would say to, to hit number to hit v- number that you needed right to, to hit table that's what they called it. So a lot of people could said well to hit me it takes you to roll higher that di- higher number on his die so it's harder for you to hit me or hit the object or hit the monster and so i think that's where it comes from but you got to remember that D anD D is an ab- really abstract abstracted rules for the world of fa- medieval fantasy and i think people get lost in that idea <laughs> yes they get lost in that idea because it, I think you lost your train of thought. <laughs> because I mean, that's what it is. It's just abstracted. Remember, these people who were war gamers, they came from a Castle and Crusades miniature wargaming club, and not necessarily wargames, but miniatures. And so that—that that is where they're coming from. And so when you when you come to the idea of role playing a single person in the fantasy world, medieval fantasy world, there's a huge leap. There's a huge leap in the. In thinking and, and and the way you pre process things, and for them it was just easier for them to process it as a, a to hit number since they were coming from miniature war games. Look at chainmail.
0: Yes, well, I think um, that if you look at it as your armor is making it harder for you to be damaged, that might make it a little bit easier.
1: Yes, uh, to yeah, to understand or to be able to accept that because
0: if you're wearing even leather, a leather shield strapped to your body. I forget what they call it. It would be like a, a, I don't know, the little jacket that you would wear underneath your your chain mail.
1: Gabisong or something like
0: that? Yeah, maybe or with like leather all over it so that if you did get hit by an arrow, it would be less likely to go through. Right. And if you're wearing plate mail or or something with actual metal in it, it would be even harder. So I could see that adding two points to to your armor class, so that <laughs> it makes it less likely for you to be damaged by something hitting
1: you. I think that's what you're talking about. I think you, you hit you hit it right on the nail on the head there, because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about not necessarily that you're hard to hit, but you're hard to damage. Right. And so that's the particular tact that Dave Anderson and Gary Gygax took with it, and and it's you know it's worked so far to today and people still use armor class obviously they still have those rules and i think it's you know interesting way of dealing with that whole situation now other games have uh, took taken a different tact even well before we get there uh other games kind of mimic that because there was a uh, i'm gonna refer to space opera so space opera didn't it had all kinds of different armor i think we talked about it when we were talking about something else on a previous podcast, and they had a penetration values of one through ten, and
0: they also and, had a, a tables for you to figure right. out where you hit. And all because that kind
1: of they had to deal with weapons coming from all kinds of eras, and armor from all kinds of eras, they had they had a weapon table that listed every weapon that they could have conceived, and they, some of the weapons were pretty broad based, like a ten millimeter hand pistol from Tech 8 era and Tech 7 era whatever and and, and fusion rifles and, and axes and bows and arrows and, and even uh, javelins and stuff so everything had a penetration number depending on what kind of armor you were going against so you had to have this massive table and then you had to have more the, then the table was really massive because they tried to include all kinds of different weapons from all kinds of different tech levels or eras of civilization but the penetration, the, the penetration was like your armor class, right? You need to roll higher than that number on a 10 side die to be able to get penetrate their armor, or else the hit wouldn't do any damage. So it was kind of like an armor class, but they didn't call it armor class; they just called it penetration factor and which, which is whatever. why I think
0: that D and D went with armor class because it's less complicated.
1: Well, I mean, D and D was first, so oh, okay. So Space Opera Dink wasn't published until 1981. So, who knows when they start working on it? I have no idea. But anyway, so, so a lot of those ideas, you know, in earlier days were, were just fine. People dealt with it. And only a few other people were like, well, armor doesn't really make you hard to hit. Maybe it reduces damage. So, that's another take that's happened is that certain uh, armor reduced damage. So, Traveler went that route. If you have a certain kind of armor and you're using a certain kind of weapon, it blocks. A, certain amount of points of damage
0: traveler has a lot of armor <laughs> different types not really does it yeah it does but it's all like personal armor you know like hard armor trench armor plate armor quilted personal armor padded
1: personal armor really
0: military fatigues, flak jacket that's
1: all, that's all that i remember things. is a flak jacket reflect and a, a blat or a native armor A
0: blatt personal armor
1: of <laughs> black so that's how they did and a lot of other companies uh an, or game designers took that and i think that makes sense it makes more sense to me even that armor is not going to make you harder to hit
0: but if you get hit it, it absorbs the
1: damage it absorbs a certain amount of damage yeah. that damage is usually static you know it's like well plate armor takes eight points of damage away from your hit or whatever
0: so, basically, it's doing the same thing. It's just you get hit, but the armor takes the damage before you take damage.
1: Right. And if you and if you don't do enough damage, then it blocks out everything. Yes. I don't know if that's better or not. People might think that it's not streamlined enough. But I, th- I don't think it adds too many steps to combat that'll make it that much harder to deal with.
0: I... Okay.
1: So, like, Traveler uses that, right? And then there's a... I think uh, well because travel not traveler but because liminal is sort of a offshoot of the 2d6 system it does the same thing armor uh, blocks out certain amount of points but because it's so so simplified the the numbers aren't all over the place right there's just like if you have heavy armor it's it protects three points if you have light armor one point medium armor two points something like that something really simple And I think I like that system I think uh, And then other Other systems are like What is it Uh, I was thinking of the one ring So the one ring has armor Which doesn't make you harder to hit But what it does do Is that if you get hit It has a chance And then what happens It only It only comes into play When you're going to get wounded Mm -hmm. Which is a very Which It uses a Very uh, Let me get into a long discussion About the one ring So the one ring has uh, Fatigue Or endurance Fatigue and what happens is, when you get hit, it takes it takes endurance away from you. Once you become fatigued, when your endurance runs out, you become weary, which has a game effect. It makes it harder for you to succeed in actions, especially combat. But you're not wounded. You're not bleeding. You're not dying. You're just tired, right? And so that you know it makes sense. So when somebody gets a particular uh, lucky shot and you, they roll really well they get a chance of wounding you and so what what your armor does it gives you a chance to block that wound and what it does and it's kind of weird because what it does it gives you a certain amount of dice to roll and depending on the type of weapon used it gives you a number that you have to roll over to not get wounded and then one if you're wounded it really affects you adversely in the game right makes you
0: you can't see it but my eyes are starting to glaze over
1: <laughs> well what i'm saying is, is is that different games have tried many different ways of dealing with armor and trying to make it i don't know if it's realistic in this sense because francesco Nippatello when he was designing the, the one ring he was going for that tokenesque esque way of, of representing the world right he was well, i don't think he was trying to go for realism he was going for how to tell a story in a token way the way Tolkien would and i think that's what it was because people in because people like, let's say the death of Boromir, right mm-hmm. now those guys get are in battle left and right in the
0: lord of the rings the lord of the rings
1: right and and we'll we'll talk about the movies right since the the movies pretty much mimic what happens in the book they're in battle they might get nicked because like if you if you look at them after the battle that they, they got cuts on their hands and they, they're they bleeding off from their cheek and bruised and stuff like that but they're not wounded right they're not in grievous injury that might cause death but big old orc bastard orc with the big old huge bow shoots boromir and gets past his his armor right because he has a lot of armor right and he rolls badly for his armor, right? Boromir. So the arrow pierces him and he wounds him. But he's still not dead, right? Because he can, ha- you can handle it because he's Boromir. And, uh, and so the orc, that bastard orc, once again gets another arrow and sh- shoots him again and wounds him again because the arrow goes past his armor and pierces him and causes another wound. So here Boromir has two wounds. He's in, uh, what is it, in dire straits he's about to die because nobody's giving him first aid and then the bastard orc shoots him with another third arrow which kind of finishes him off not no because well he're right he was still alive right he's he's alive enough to have a conversation with uh with uh aragorn before even after the battle right because aragorn fights that big old orc and they fight right and they fight and poor boromir you know if he if the if legolas or uh Gimli would have gotten there in time he would have been able to throw some uh some grog in his mouth and pull out the arrows and he would have been fine but that didn't quite happen so he's laying there dying i think he probably would have been dead anyway i'm
0: pretty sure that the, <laughs> those arrows would have killed him
1: yeah so so that's what i'm talking about so th- that's how you that's how that's the story that tolkien is saying and i think francisco Nepotello knows i mean he knows he loves the lord of the rings he loves He loves those books. He loves that world. And that's the type of story he wanted to tell. Sure, you get tired. And sure, you don't fight as good as you you would if you weren't tired. But it isn't until you get wounded that things start to get hairy. And that's when things get serious, as some people would say. And then that's when people die and characters die. So I think that's pretty cool. That's a cool way of not trying to be realistic, but showing of dealing with armor and dealing with... uh, Damage in a different way than Most of the RPGs do Okay <laughs> no, no, no. You got <laughs> you got the full glazed look in your eyes
0: Well you just You just <laughs> took one of the The hero stories and And Dissected the armor part of it
1: so Yeah I'm sorry But no but uh, we, we, Us here we love the We love that well we love and hate that scene right Because it's such a tragic and and uh, And heroic and heroic scene it's just really good it gives me goosebumps every time we watch it so so we just watched it a couple weeks ago so it's still fresh in my memory so other ways of doing with damages like you said is just taking damage off
0: yes so i was gonna tell you when Uh, we i was looking stuff up for this okay there was a poll and i think it was a few years ago
1: it probably wouldn't matter when it would take. They'll never still uh, say the same. Well,
0: but the, the the poll was what? What's your favorite kind of armor system? And Whoa. the one that 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 it was the static, ablative soak amount was seventy percent of people of. There weren't that many people in this poll, but there's about two hundred.
1: That's good. That's a good sampling and of gamers.
0: Seventy point four percent picked that one the most. Damage saves the defender rolls against the damage done. Was only like three uh, percent. <laughs> armor adds to the defense stat, making attacks less likely to hit. Was only five point three percent.
1: Wow, that's pretty low. Um, Where's everybody else?
0: Randomized <laughs> ablative soak defender rolls amount subtracted nine point two. percent I don't even understand what that means. <laughs> so, so instead of the armor, instead of the an armor. Um, subtracting the damage on its own from a table right it's two points that gets taken away or whatever oh or it oh, takes oh. eight points this would be a randomized way to do it so that the people the person you get to roll a dice to see how how much it takes away
1: that's shadow run right because you roll yeah your armor. i guess so yeah and how many hits you get is how much you subtract from the damage
0: armor material versus weapon material okay that's really complicated People. that's 3.4 percent and other was 8.3 percent it says explain but i don't it doesn't have the explanation so
1: so obviously people like the idea of armor just shedding off damage some people uh, out of these 200 people (laughs) and i think i think for the for the most part i think that is probably probably what a lot of people like it's more realistic maybe
0: or or it gives them the this, this sense that it's more realistic yes, you're rolling dice people so it's not all that
1: really realistic right. I, i'm trying to remember how gURPS handles armor i don't remember i know you have a da- you have a well, defense role
0: um the gURPS for um where was it the gURPS for traveler there's a traveler yeah, gURPS yeah. it has tables well, lots of, course, of tables of course it does <laughs> <laughs> and someone was saying it has lots of tables that's what they said <laughs> for armor and i'm like okay <laughs>
1: yeah i don't know i mean I, I remember you i know there's i know there's different things that that kind of go with armor right there's this idea that some people don't like this idea but let's say somebody hits you right they wrote to hit and they hit whatever that means and then the defender gets to a defensive role so he gets he or she you get the the player or defense person gets a chance to not get hit this happens a lot in GURPS. that's exactly how grips ha- works if GURPS you try to hit then the person gets defense well roll.
0: liminal does the same thing and if
1: yeah, yeah you're right but there wasn't that much yeah combat in that game so you roll and the, if the defender rolls high enough then they evade and you don't get to hit right which is which people don't like right into the But
0: that's that is kind of realistic unless it's a gun okay okay
1: well, have you seen... I uh, haven't seen The Matrix, have you?
0: <laughs> but if you look at John Wick, he does get hit.
1: Well, there's that. Well, there's also... what uh, You see uh, Chinese action movies, people are able to dodge bullets.
0: Yeah. But that's more like
1: Feng Shui. That's special. <laughs> that's true. That's a special ability. Yes. yes. So, I, I agree. I think armor, when it's applied... When it's ablative, that's what it means. It's sloth, soft damage. But I like that. I do like that, and I and it makes sense to me.
0: I think the reason D and D like fifth edition didn't go that way, yeah, is because there's so much in the combat already, right? There's like because there's a, there's people, you know, it's like a simulation, right, for, of battle, and adding an extra step, an extra die roll to it is going to make it well some people would like it and some people want it but I think that just adding it to your armor class and making your armor class it just makes it a little bit easier right to play out the battle yeah without having to add one more die roll
1: I gotcha I honestly I think you're right in that sense but I think what what is more what is more I, I agree that, that adding another step making d combat even last longer is probably a bad idea but what is what keeps armor class and a lot of things in D&D is tradition. Because if you eliminate armor class and the way it works, people will immediately say, that's not D&D. That's not my D&D. In fact, people don't like 5th edition. They go, that's not my D&D. Well, okay, you're stealing my D&D away from me. <laughs> Nobody's going to go to your house and take your AD&D books and your other books. And, well, you
0: can always have house rules, right?
1: Well, there's that, that tradition It means a lot to people and i think people who if you were to take out uh armor class it would there would be a lot of people who would who would kind of rev, not revolt uh, oh, come on there're a bunch of nerds and there'd be impotent nerd rage right you know who cares so people will switch over to the new system and we'll see what happens in sixth edition i was listening to a podcast and they were talking to the person who was designing pathfinder second edition and
0: you already told this story about the stats
1: right did I? yes well i think that i think that i think that's that's one of the reasons armor class has maintained or stayed as as uh
0: because people want to see those stats and the, that they want to know what their armor class is
1: because that's it's just the way it's always been
0: well and it makes sense because i know that i always look at my armor class and go well if i get into a battle do i need to stand behind somebody or can i stand out there and know that like Saul has Saul plays a paladin who has like a twenty five, AC right?
1: Right. Well, twenty four. I don't. Even, I don't think. And I don't have the highest AC.
0: And you know that that the 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 biggest monsters that I brought against that character have a really hard time hitting him, and it's only a lucky roll that that gets a hit.
1: Well, the problem with my paladin is that he's not overpowered in a certain sense, because I think he's eleventh level and he has like eighty eight hit points. So remember that one time you actually did hit me. Yes, and credited crit- crit- me twice. <laughs> yes, and I went down immediately. Yeah, remember that.
0: But that's what a paladin, thats what that—that well, that is kind of realistic, right? The paladin is out there with his. Well, I think my his-
1: paladin is realistic in a certain sense, but, and all the characters around me are overly <laughs> powered. That's the—that's the. They're not. I'm not. Minimax is the problem. What I would like to have is uh, maybe another couple points of protection like maybe a ring of protection yeah, plus 2. but then you got to so raise you got, my armor class because what happens is but your
0: armor class is 24. How high can it possibly well, go? I would
1: like a 26 armor class. See, but, be, because we're going against monsters that if they hit me once, they're taking at least half my hit points. 40 that's points. True. Boom. So I can li- literally I could only get hit twice. Right, because I don't have damage reduction, and I don't get to evade for half damage like a like all the rogues and the barbarian sloughs off almost everything that hits them. And I don't know about anybody else, but but if I get hit, it is it seems like it hurts me quite a bit. And you get really lucky when you hit me, right? Yes, because like I remember, remember that you, you critted me twice in a row. Oh, you—you're the one that walks into the room by yourself. Well, I didn't. It looked empty to me, so there you are. And I carry a shield that is called the shield of of arrow attraction. So anybody that shoots an arrow into our general vicinity is automatically gonna try to hit me. The arrow is gonna just be attracted to my shield. So that that comes from my idea. Even though I know it's cursed, I th- I look at it as a way of protecting the people around me. And hence, why I bought you know I bought the best armor I could find, and uh, and I got this magical shield. So that explains why. Armor
0: class is important in D anD. d Oh, it's the idea important. that that you know you're you you put it into your stats as, or you 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 work your stats to get a certain amount of armor class, right? Or you try to have the armor to raise your armor class so that because it's a it's a fantastical game of heroes fighting, right? It doesn't matter. Everybody's always telling me that it's not realistic. Well, of course it's not realistic. It's D anD. d You're out fighting you know orcs there's dragons dragons and there's all kinds of things and the bad guys are really bad and that kind of thing right it's it's a heroic game so it doesn't have to be realistic but you're right that people do like their stats they like the tradition of all the different things that you do when you're making your character and i think that armor class is one of those things that that they they really enjoy that the what it is I know that I have an 18 armor class, so most of the little guys out there aren't going to be able to hit me, right? Unless right. they roll really lucky. Yes. And then, of course, I have a, a healing potion just in case, because, you know, yes. you never know what you're going to come up against. Well,
1: I think in that case, I, I was a paladin, and I, was, I think I was even 10th level, so I could have healed myself 50 points, because it's five times my level. Except so you fit. were knocked out prone. But I went one turn, right? <laughs> yeah. I was in, in one turn. He, 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 he. What do you call it? You curb stomped me. <laughs> you, you waylaid me into oblivion. So
0: I know that people argue about silly things. And I personally think this is a silly argument. You think it's
1: silly? I think, I, I think, I, I think when people want to be realistic, it's not a bad thing. And if they see like, well, this doesn't make much sense. Well, then and you're
0: right. Then you don't want to play D&D, right? Because okay. if you want to be realistic. That's but true. if you're playing a game where there are guns, like Call of Cthulhu, you don't okay. want to get shot. You, well, don't no, see, you, you don't want to see you don't want to see somebody die either because then they're going to make you roll your sanity right. Okay. So <laughs> that's up that's up to the G- GM. Well, Shannon oh, always cheaper. makes me roll my sanity; <laughs> I lose it left and right.
1: Well, Morgan, not so much.
0: So, but those are more realistic games, right? Or if you're playing a modern, are trying to be modern realistic. game like a modern D and D game, or not? I wouldn't be D and D, but those would be the a rule modern set rules. Yeah, then when you're if you're gonna get hit with a with a sniper rifle you're gonna die
1: uh yeah probably depending on where they hit you (laughs) i think if they hit you in their big toe probably not you're not gonna have a big toe left maybe not a foot but you probably might be able to live yeah
0: realism is realism but um playing you want
1: realism in your fantasy role playing? no (laughs) i don't (laughs) Well, I think some people do, right? Right. Some people want that gritty factor. Right?
0: Well, like when you play Shadowrun and things are, there's the the soak of whatever your armor takes, right? right the right. ablative, as you say, that.
1: Um, there's a chance for it to block though, not, right? It's, it's not automatic, which I think is kind of weird because one, one, it, it's another goddamn die roll, right? <laughs> which makes combat even last longer. I think I would be fine. For just automatic, it takes, it blocks so many hits.
0: Well, then you're going back to D and D, right? No, no, no. Oh. Like it blocks so yeah, many hits, like, 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 like Traveler.
1: Well, remember because what what happens is in in uh, in Shadowrun. Oh Jesus, uh, Shadowrun combat discussion. So in Shadowrun, I think as I remember, I might have this wrong. You get hit, your weapon doesn't sort amount of damage. If you get more hits, the more damage you do. Right, for every. Every extra yes, hit. Yes, yes, yes. So, so your armor instead of just blocking five points or whatever, you get to roll a handful of dice, and for every hit you get, you eliminate the hit on the other people's die roll. So if you are able to eliminate all their hits, then they basically your armor. Sucks Which is them. really good in
0: Shadowrun because you don't have that many
1: points to to get to give up. I think that's probably why that's such a.
0: It's more realistic in that way that, you know, you're going you're gonna to die. You're going to well, knock yourself out. gonna but it's it
1: accounting for
0: the yeah. fact that you
1: don't have 108 hit points like you do in D&D.
0: On that, that also, it, it does kind of show what armor would do, right? It could block it. It, it could, could. It could absorb it. It could if, if you're I, lucky enough to be I, standing I, in the right place.
1: Right. No, I guess. I never understood. It just, it just occurred to me. I didn't understand why it wouldn't be just an ablative number that would just block out so many hits. Because... There is no, there's no location hit table. So the idea, maybe I'm, I don't know if I'm right, but maybe they're saying, well, if you get hit where the armor is, then that's why it blocks so much. Like, you know, like probably your chest area. If you have certain armors, you know, they really protect the torso. Yes. And so that armor is really thick there where it may not be thick or may not even be existent, like on your arm or Which is
0: realistic, because even in medieval times when people were shooting arrows at you, you knew that you needed to get that arrow in between the cracks of where the armor was, right? So you would shoot under the arm to get it to go in. (laughs) Or
1: you would do, I mean... I think sometimes arrows, wouldn't they go through armor? I mean, I thought...
0: Yes, but it's better to shoot where the armor isn't so it would go in and actually kill the person. Or th- cause a great, I a guess grievous depend- injury. I
1: guess it depended on on, on the whatever you are using to shoot the, the yes. missile. I think crossbows were really good at penetrating armor. well yeah, because they go and faster. Then, but also, what what was the arrow tipped with? Right, if it was used with crappy metal, uh, I think I even saw a a, a video of, of armor being blocking an arrow. But then, like a certain type of. Uh, Arrow tip, which I don't know the name of, but made out of a certain s- material and made like armor piercing. Yeah, it would actually go through like plate armor, you know, like right through the chest plate and stuff. It's shot by a big old huge bow or something. So I'll I'll try to see if I can look that up and put in the show notes.
0: So there you go. If you have questions about armor, <laughs> feel free to email Saul. <laughs> I'm sure he'll look it up for you.
1: We do have an email. Yes, we, we don't. We don't. Uh, we don't. We hardly ever mention it. But our what is our email? <laughs> Gaming Perspectives at gmail.com. Maybe. Yes, that's what it is. Or we 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 are on Facebook. So Gaming Perspectives is we have our own little web page, and uh, there you go. Or you can go to podbean.com, com. Pod, our Podbean host. You could leave notes. Uh, Next uh, to the episode, messages. Yes, so that'd be cool. Uh, we'd like to hear from you. Uh, we haven't asked for people to to uh, come and and comment or give us some questions. Uh, we love to hear from every anybody and everybody. But we got some rugby to watch, so uh, let's get let's finish this up, Jolene.
0: So this is Gaming <laughs> Perspectives with Saul and Jolene.
1: You have a good day.